Hi, and welcome to episode 10 of the Desert Island Punks podcast. I'm Jake and I play in punk rock band Jake and the Jellyfish, and this is my podcast where I interview friends of mine and people I admire in the punk rock scene. I ask them what five albums, book, and luxury item they would take if they were stranded on a desert island, and we talk about how those choices have influenced who they are today. This week I interviewed Todd the Rod, the fist-pumping bass player from Propagandy. This was a pretty big one for me, as Propagandy up there as one of my all-time favourite ever bands. Uh, it was also my first interview via FaceTime, which was a new challenge for me, both from a recording perspective and as an interviewer, as I usually like to be in the same room so we can sort of like bounce off of each other. Um, but uh, Todd honestly couldn't have made it any easier, um, and it was an absolute delight, uh, especially as for him it was super early. Um, I really, really hope you enjoy the interview, and as with every podcast I've done, I put together a Spotify playlist of everything you mentioned, uh, which you can find in the description. The only one album that wasn't on there was the first, uh, just because for some reason it's not on Spotify. So I, uh, I just picked another, picked another choice from that band. Um, uh, next week, I have uh, Aspy Frontman and Petrogos drummer Zoc on the show, which was also super fun, as we're both very geeky when it comes to music. So that was just an absolute blast. Um, I really hope you enjoy the show. Please rate and subscribe and do all that nonsense if you do. Um, thanks for listening. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, just took a bit here. Cool, man. Well, um, welcome to Desert Island Punks. Yeah, thank you. Um, how you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Did you just play uh, in, uh, was it Florida you were playing at? Yeah, two days ago, I guess. We are in uh, St. Augustine and Tampa. Oh, sweet. How are they? Really good, yeah. yeah. St. Augustine. A free festival, uh, kind of by the beach and all that, so it's good for us. You know, going, uh, it's getting cold here, not today, but hmm. and then uh, Tampa was just kind of a good time. Sweet, yeah, because it isn't uh, it's Sue Lynn's from there, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She moved to uh, Brooklyn now, but that's where she's generally from. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I suppose it's kind of must feel like a sort of hometown show. Almost. Yeah, for sure. Mom and dad and aunts and friends and all that are there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, she had a little extra juice. Yeah, cool, man. Um, so did you, get the, uh, did you get the concept of the podcast? Yeah. Sweet. So I'm uh, going to whisk you away. So you're going to go uh, to a desert island. So uh, I got one question, though. That, uh, sure? like, item, what's a luxury item? Like something you need or just something for fun? Um, so, well, it could be something you need or something for fun. Uh, it just basically can't be a phone. Oh yeah, right, right. Okay, yeah, I got that. Okay, so, sounds good. Yeah, so you can kind of it can, it's up to you really, you know, within okay. reason. Right. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. So uh, we're going to send you off to uh, to this desert island, um, and for some reason you've got these five albums on you. Don't know why. Okay. Just happened. Um, uh, and then uh, yeah. So uh, what's your first album? Uh, do I get to listen to them, or like, do I have a tape player? Yeah, or you got you got you got something to listen to them. You're not just okay. looking at them. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess first would be uh, maybe SNFU if you swear you will catch no fish. Cool. Uh, I don't think I've, uh, I don't know them. Are they, are they Canadian band or? Yeah, they're a Canadian band. They're still going. They've been going since maybe 1983 or something. I'd say that's probably my favorite band of all time. Oh, really? It's kind of just the, to me, I just like the lyrics, the music, the, the vibe, the energy. Yeah, hmm. it's just. There's no one, I don't know, they just kind of are, uh, they kind of have it all, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. 
Did it like um? Did would you say it like influenced how you how you're playing or like was it something oh, yeah. that kicked off? For sure, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, all of us. Uh, well, me, Chris, and George all grew up loving them and still do. Like they're still, I still like their new, even their new record. I find is great. So yeah, I mean, once you've been a band since 1983, it's it's like it's going to be hard to be fresh. You know, however many years down the line, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Some I think because they. Uh, like they're just so uh it's kind of introspective but really energetic you know i think it makes it uh, uh like it's not just like going up and playing you know so you so a festival crowd goes you know oi oi or whoa 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 you know it's like it's kind of deeper so i find it's always engaging to me cool man yeah yeah so like are they so you guys are from, am I right in saying Winnipeg? Yeah, they were originally from Edmonton and then moved to Vancouver. And that's kind of where they've stayed ever since. It's basically just the singer left. Like, uh, the main guys were these uh, two brothers and the singer. But mm-hmm. uh, eventually the two brothers just kind of had to bail, I suppose. And then, but uh, it's, it's still awesome still awesome yeah yeah and it's, it's what you say it's like the sort of record that you'd like listen back to and still find fresh you know what I mean like still yeah, find things in it every single time you listen to it yeah anytime it's just yeah it's so good that's SNFU if you missed it at the start yeah sure yeah uh, yeah I mean like uh, they're a sort of band that I've seen about quite a lot but I've, I've never really listened to I think it probably passed me by a little bit but yeah yeah, yeah. and uh I had a hard time deciding between that and their next record better than a stick in the eye. That one's so awesome too. <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, what would what would be your second record then? Uh, well, one that I would definitely, if if I had to have one single record for sure, would be uh, Judas Priest, Defenders of the Faith. I think it's like it's the only record that I can think of. Well, that SNFU's. I've maybe like that too, but the defenders, it's like there's not one single second of it that I don't think is amazing, you know? Yeah. Records are like like amazing or, or not most records aren't amazing, but like even, I mean even the best records like have a few like milliseconds where you're like you know what I mean? Like it's not as good as the rest, but hmm. like defenders, the whole thing from start to finish is just a masterpiece. I love the sounds. I love the singing. I love the guitar playing. I love the drive of the drums. There's really almost no drum fills on the whole record. Uh, bass is kind of like almost irrelevant. It's just like kind of going that you don't notice. But yeah, this is so awesome. Yeah, I uh, I I grew up quite a big Judas Priest fan. Like uh, oh, yeah. I grew up. Uh, I think the album bizarrely the album that got me into them was the live album. Um, I can't remember what's called. Okay. So I take him. Unleashed in the East or, or like the yeah. 80s like Yeah, Unleashed it, in the East. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a great They're um just I just think they're a really funny band. But they just give it they give it all, don't they? Like all their like all their albums. Like they never yeah. they don't seem like the half arsenal at any point and they're just kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, No, you, you records that you don't uh like as much, but you can really tell they tried super hard, you know. Like they're the record like Nostradamus or something like <laughs> not too old like it's not my favorite but like to make a double like make a double record that's uh you well, know that was con- a concept one as well wasn't it 
exactly. Yeah. 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 They were. I think they're. I think they're a great band. It's just that. It's that. Um, also, Painkiller was the one uh, that was the uh, like that drum beat at the beginning. It's just fucking yeah. brutal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Like I saw Priest. Well, just a few months ago, but I also saw him a couple of years ago. And when Halford was singing Painkiller, he was going so hard that he like almost passed out. They had to give him oxygen. And I was like, man, that's the way to go. You know. Both <laughs> hard every minute yeah yeah they, it's funny as well because i don't i think in a way they didn't really hit it off as as big as some of those like metal, early metal bands like they yeah. still kind of they're still kind of the support band but yeah they seem to have influenced so many people yeah for in the 80s they were uh kind of bigger you know like playing like i think them and maiden were like on on par for or not not quite but close to the same popularity and then uh I think Priest is just, a, again, a bit more introspective, a little darker, so less people like it, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, way better than Maiden, in a way. I like Maiden a lot, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like... Uh, what do you think? What's that? Uh, yeah, I, um, I, I really like Maiden. I think it's a... Uh, I, I think those sort of bands, um, I don't know, like... They maybe not have aged that well in terms of, like, cheesiness, but, like... The musicianship on those records and stuff like that, like Maiden Priest, you know, like um, to to an extent Sabbath as well. Like, it's just you're never gonna get that sort of uh, maybe for lack of a better word, like balls to the walls, like metal anymore. That like, is gonna be like in the mainstream more or less, you know. Like it's just the amount they fucking put into it all and still churning out records however long later. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I guess I think I'm looking at you instead of looking at this thing here, but. I don't know if it matters. No, it's cool. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? I've not done a, I've not done an interview by FaceTime yet. This is the first one, so it seems this seems to be doing all right. Yeah. Um. Cool. So, uh, record three. I guess I take uh, Unleash the Archers. They're a Canadian band. It's a pretty recent record. I just, mm-hmm. uh, I just think the woman singing has like vocals as good as like Alfred or Dickinson or anything. So, I think I take that. It's just. Uh, something that I haven't listened to for decades, you know, like something fresh and new that I'm really into. Yeah. It's also a thoughtful record, I think, good lyrics, great guitar playing. I think I could milk that record for quite a while. And yeah, it's just into it. It's mostly, this, uh, I wouldn't say mostly, but a lot of it's just the singer singing. It's just so good, you know. I wouldn't mind uh, listening to that on the island every now and then. <laughs> What sort of um, what sort of stuff is it? I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar. Like metal, like pure metal, kind of, but like just a little faster. But it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. And I guess the record is their new one. I can't even remember what it's called. But it's awesome. Cool man. Uh, I have to think about it. I forgot to write that. I forgot to write the title down. Yeah, that's cool. We got Google. <laughs> not the EP. The EP thing's good, but whatever their last record was called. Yeah, you guys seem to have had like quite a lot of. Um, quite a lot of metal influences yeah for sure yeah I've been listening to that since we were like little kids you know yeah, yeah. Like, I think you know, metal and stuff when I was like seven or maybe six even as soon as I saw Kiss on TV I was like I was sad <laughs> you know like that movie Kiss Meets the Phantom and I was like oh man I'm into this Just, but that was back in the day when you watch something on TV you can't ever see it again you know like I didn't even know I could buy records of them or anything. And then I, uh, yeah, I started seeing the cards. You know, you could buy like trading cards of them. 
start buying the cards, and then finally I ended up getting a record. You yeah. should, um, you guys should totally look into getting trading cards. Or do a film, man. Nobody does films anymore. That was What's a, that? You should do a film, like a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh, like freaking Ramones and Kiss, you know, like, nobody does movies anymore. No bands do movies anymore. It'd be well fun. Probably a good reason for that. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. I don't know, it'd be pretty, it'd be pretty entertaining. That and, uh, yeah, trading cards. Though, you'd only have four, which probably would you know. Yeah, well, yeah, four. <laughs> um, cool, so yeah, so we'll move on to number four then, if you're ready. Yeah, I guess, uh... I guess Catatonia, I don't know if you know them, Swedish metal band, mm-hmm. it's kind of really, uh, fuck it, it's really, for some reason when I'm on the spot, I uh, forget titles, uh, but uh, yeah, the, the third third last Catatonia record that rules, uh, let me think here for one second, Catatonia, uh, right, right before the night is the new day, whatever that record's called. It's one of the best records I listen to it every day and can't remember the title. Yeah. <laughs> I, I but, yeah, again, just the singer's voice is so mellow. The songs are so awesome. There's so much going on, you know? Like on my island, I'd start, I'm sure, very certain, I'd start to sit there and think, man, I I feel like listening to Catatonia today. Yeah, sure. You've kind of like, uh, you've like, most of your choices have been pretty like, uh, like you know, kind of metal, hardcore oriented. Do you think you'd like go nuts and just want to listen to something chill at one point? Uh, I don't need chill actually. Yeah, chill doesn't really do too much for me generally. But uh, I had actually, uh, I was going between uh, Catatonia and this uh, guy Garnet Rogers. He's like a Canadian, really uh, acoustic guitar player, uh, but he sings too and just plays the darkest like the darkest form of folk music, but uh, like, but he's super old school. Like he's not like some punk doing their folk punk thing, you know, he's like a guitar master who's, like his brother's like, like a legend in Canada. And he was in his brother's band when they were young and his brother died in a plane crash. And actually Annalise Archer's plays a song of theirs, unbelievably, uh, which kind of surprised me, you know, yeah. like his, Emily Archers is from Canada too, so they probably grew up listening to uh, like his brother also, you know. So that's actually their new single. If you check it out, it's called uh, "The Northwest Passage." Cool. Uh, but yeah, Garnet's darker than his brother. Like it's like more introspective, sadder. Like I think he's probably seen like you know what I mean. Like Stan, his brother, was around in the I guess when they're young, and you know they're more like. Just, uh, they were introspective too, but I think Garnet probably saw more people and was probably affected by his brother dying and became kind of a more introspective person or something, or maybe all was. But yeah, I could listen to him anytime too. Like as soon as he, for me, as soon as I start hearing him play, I, like I feel emotional already. Like he's just yeah. something. Voice in his playing is like unlike to me, unlike anyone else, and he doesn't. Like some of his songs are like, like they're some of them are linear and they're like built to, like hit at a certain point. Like sometimes at the end or something, you know. Like uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I find them super interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was so, yeah. Um, I was really like uh, listening to, like like kind of taking apart songs and like finding out like you know when you, when you listen to a song you're like well how does that make sense because it's so easy to fall into the chorus verse chorus verse track. Yeah. 
And I, yeah. like a lot of the artists I really, really admire are people that just, it might be like a, like a linear, you know, like, a, you know, it doesn't really like make sense in terms of like, like musicianship, but it makes sense to the listener and to the person who wrote it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like check out a song called Night Drive, maybe on YouTube, or there's another song called that, like, uh, All There Is, or All That Is, and mm. yeah, they're just, uh, I, I think he's just a genius, yeah. Cool. So, and so I might, in the last second, grab that instead of one of my other choices, you know? Yeah. It's going to change all the time, though, that's kind of how it works, and everyone's sort of... But I was also thinking the last thing you need on a desert island is to have someone tickling your sad bone, you know? Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> Although that's what Catatonia does too, I suppose, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when was the uh, Catatonia, when, was that album, when did that album came out? Do you know? Uh, about maybe 10 years ago, I guess. Yeah, I didn't listen to it when it came out. I saw them and then, uh, yeah, I just kind of, uh, I was like, oh, that was a good band. And then <laughs> never went, never <laughs> went to listen to them until like maybe a couple of years ago. And then I was like, holy shit, I should have checked this out when I saw them, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. There's quite a few bands that I've done that with. You just kind yeah. of like even bands that um even bands that like I know or I know I love. You know, like for some reason I just there'll be like an album that I just don't listen to, and then you know you kind of like why am I you know it might be my favorite band, and then I just like it's like why have I neglected this one album? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, especially back in the day when you had to buy every single one. You know. Yeah, I was pretty um I was pretty strict with that. Even like um. Even say like five six years ago, like if uh, if I didn't buy it, I wouldn't listen to it until I bought it because I wanted to sort of like I, I don't know like appreciate it, you know. As if, and if I kind of listened to it in advance, it just didn't have the same. So you didn't have that like uh, excitement to get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do that too sometimes. Like if I'm really into something, I try to hear it for reals. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's even like there's been records where I've like. I've noticed if you watch it on YouTube, like there's parts that hit really hard, but because it's all compressed and that you don't, you don't get the same feel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny actually. I once, um, like bought some new headphones and I just spent like, the, like two days just listening to like my, all like my record collection just because it just like, I could hear so many different things to it through these headphones. And it was yeah. just like, I mean, in retrospect, it probably was a bit of a waste of time, but I was a student, so I could just sit around and do what I liked. But like, um, but yeah, I just remember like just being like kind of blown away by listening to records that I thought I knew back to front, and then just being like, oh, I didn't realize there was a dark out there, or that was to the left, or something, you know? Like, just made it fresh. Yeah, for sure, man. I hear you. Um, and then my last choice here is I couldn't get there without a, or I need to bring Kiss alive. Right. <laughs> I think uh, a Kiss can always make you feel like a million bucks. So. Cool. Have you had the chance to see him? Uh, yeah, I saw them in whatever, when I was in grade six. It was awesome. And uh, never saw them again until maybe three years ago. I went down to uh, Fargo State Fair in the in the States, which is probably six or seven hours from my house. Uh, yeah, I just got right in there, right in the... That's maybe in row four or five. It was standing room, you know? Yeah. Taller than everyone around me, so it's like... <laughs> It's just like my own private kids show, kind of. And then I went, saw them last year, or no, this year in March or something with my brother and uh, for their farewell thing, whatever. Uh, he wanted to see them. He hated them when we were growing up, but uh, 
just lately he got super into them and he wanted to go so they're like okay yeah, let's go yeah i kind of i i never really uh i never really listened to him much but like um if you see like live shows of him it just looks like everyone gets swept up in it yeah oh yeah for sure like, uh, like for me like when uh like there was everything in the world like or just like you know you're listening to billy joel and whatever when you're a kid you know just anything on the radio or anything your mom's listening to and then but when i heard kiss it was just like completely different you know like just this bombastic chaos like it blew my mind literally you know like i would say changed my life like here we are still sitting here you know i'm still i'm still searching for that excitement and that that explosiveness you know it's just what what I thrive on, you know. Yeah, yeah, like I, I I totally get it. I think it's just because it's yeah, like it's the excitement about it, isn't it? And it's just like, you yeah. should, like whether it's like I think it's the whole thing because you could it's not necessarily the makeup that does it or the songs or something, but it's like the whole spectacle of it makes it just super exciting, and that's kind of yeah. what, when music's at its best, I think. Yeah, for sure, and I think like uh, like to me, Kiss doesn't get the credit they deserve because in a way, like like how many how many millions of bands have tried to create that same bombast, even musically, and they can't, you know? Like, to me, if Kiss did anything different, it wouldn't be as uh, as punchy and powerful, you know? Like, if they added more types of chords, it wouldn't be as direct. If You know, if they played different kinds of solos and added more, like, you know, more, like, harmony notes, it wouldn't be as... Yeah. Like, it, would, it wouldn't be as direct and, like, powerful you know like they're almost just like the simplest statement possible like like here like we're here to rock and that's it you know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> yeah i i kind of like yeah there's it's, it's something like uh for me like thin lizzie like that band like i absolutely fucking love thin lizzie for their yeah. like it, again it's like kind of simplistic but i mean like the music itself is really 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 good and songwriting is incredible but like it'd be the songs and like the choruses and it's just like it's simple but it's hard hitting you know that you come away and you still got that phrase in your head you know what i mean it would just go around and around and it's not like it's not cheesy which is i mean it can be cheesy i mean kiss can also be cheesy but it's like yeah i, I think it's funny as well because they didn't really change that much you know like how, however many years down the line they're still doing the same thing it's again it's not cheesy i don't think because it's yeah, I, I think thin lizzie and kiss what what they do is like like they're thinking in percussive terms, you know what I mean? Hmm. Like so people are like, like they're at home, maybe making their songs on acoustic guitars and, you know, everyone's like, like, uh, like of course melody and all that's important, but like I always, I also think Judas Priest is really thinking percussively, especially Halford with his vocals, you know, like he's just spitting it out, you know? And I think that's what's, to me, what, sets priest kiss thin lizzie apart it's just that they just have this extra punch like acdc has it too you know yeah like they're all snapping it out you know like it's such a like it's such a a whip you yeah, know like I, I think it's funny as well because it's like those like four bands you mentioned have all released live albums that people like love do you know what i mean like that I got introduced to Priest with the live album, like Thin Lizzy's Alive and Dangerous is is like killer. Do you know what I mean? Like Kiss Alive, like all these like and it's just kinda of nuts because now like how how many bands do release live albums that you go crazy? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I think I would I'd hate to hear a live album with my band. You know, you just take it apart, do you know what I mean? 
Um, and it's, it just shows that the songs are good if you can, if you can listen. I yeah, if you can listen to a live album of a band, I think it shows like, especially because you're not watching them either. Do you know what I mean? It's and it still comes across. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can like lay out with like Kiss Alive when I got it. All you're doing is looking at the pictures, listening, and using your imagination to fill in the blanks. You know, and in life, your imagination's always grander than reality. So it's like. Like what your imagination is making is just this insane picture, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, I remember, like I, I knew like all the like the crowd noises in between like Thin Lizzy songs and stuff, just because I'd like listened to it in sequence so much that I knew exactly what was coming next and like what they were saying to the crowd, you know, like I basically like spoke along with it, which is kind of yeah, it just wouldn't happen nowadays, I don't think. Same with Iron yeah. Maiden. Iron Maiden did the same thing. Like yeah, it's uh, but like. Yeah. You, you're saying with like Kiss as well that like a lot of your um, I think a lot of like you can tell in propaganda especially the latest album that you kind of you went for like the like you know we came here to rock sort of thing which yeah, is totally yeah I think uh, Live After Death to me is like if I had to take any Maiden record like that's the highest statement of Maiden right there just live the live yeah. yeah it's got all all the best songs played with a lot of energy you know yeah, I, I I fucking love Maiden. I just kind of try and ignore his politics and just pretend that he he isn't political. <laughs> it kind of paints it for me a little bit. But watch interviews with him for the similar reasons. I just don't want to. I don't know. So yeah, stuff's just annoying. Yeah, yeah. I, suppose, I think it's also that it came kind of come from a generation where like uh, bands were such a spectacle and such a like you know they were you didn't associate them necessarily as people because they were like just like an act yeah. do you know what I mean so it's kind of it's, maybe it's a little different or maybe we're just yeah. <laughs> you know well you always want to imagine that your bands that you like are like rockers who think rocker thoughts not just like <laughs> uh, the upper tier of society you know like yeah. uh, okay whatever did you, uh, did you ever see the the uh, documentary of them where they go they go golfing like before every show no, yeah. See, I don't want to see that stuff. <laughs> Golfing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and golf, I just don't want to see it. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, cool. So we're going to ask, uh, what book would you take? I guess I'd take a book called, uh, this one I actually wrote down for, uh, but it's called Evolution by Stephen Baxter. It's not about ev- evolution. It's like in reality, it's a science fiction book about, just follows a, uh, like the a cell, you know, from back in the, like billions and billions of years ago, like a single cell that develops into like different creatures, and then a person in present time, and then like shows what happens, you know, to the person's uh, future lineages, you know, all the way up until the end of, uh, you know, this cells, you know, I mean, till the last shred of. Uh, Evolution is over, like, billions of years from now, even, you know? And all the things, like... In case anyone reads the book, I won't say, but... Yeah. Like, it follows post-humanity, and, like, uh... Yeah, just... This, <laughs> it's, it's awesome book, so... Yeah, it sounds pretty uh, cool, but is that, is that, like, to, like, kind of ground you a little bit, I suppose, if you're... If you're uh, by yourself? I, <laughs> I, I could reread it a couple times, you know, maybe? Like, I... Like, uh... I guess, like, the only other thing would be, like, some kind of a, like, really poetic book that you could keep re- reading, you know, and, like, get new meaning out of, but 
I couldn't think of what that would be actually right off the bat. You know? Yeah, I think like Greek. I, I don't know. I know. I know that I would love to think that I would think of something. Yeah, like something really, really like well thought of. But in reality, I'd probably just take a, a Stephen King book or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that has to be something you could read a few times. And, and I looked at like some books, you know, like. I don't know, but what's the point if you're on a desert island reading about the real world anymore, you know? Yeah. I mean, how more real does it get than evolution, to be fair? Yeah, it's just like, whatever. I'll be dead in a few days anyway. So do, you reckon, you re- do you reckon you'd be good on a desert island? Would you, would you, like, survive for a long time? Would you try and escape? Would I try and escape? Uh, if, well, if my luxury item was a boat, I guess I could try Uh, um i don't know what i'd do i guess i'd sit there eating mangoes and whatever and until my skin started to burn off (laughs) you wouldn't wouldn't, like try and like i don't know start afresh and live live your life on this island forever and ever you just kind of wait it out oh yeah no i wouldn't bother at this point i'm already 46 (laughs) <laughs> fair enough cool so have you chosen a luxury item uh well now that i mention it i might as well say a boat yeah. but uh i don't feel like rowing it anyway so who cares uh i can't have a phone maybe a uh flares no i think i'm i don't know uh, <laughs> oh i thought you meant flares in the trousers uh, <laughs> i was like oh, yeah. it's a strange move <laughs> Find me in my yeah, okay. That's what I'll take on flares, and I'll I'll find me clutching my kids' record. <laughs> Maybe suntan lotion, or no? What's uh? Yeah, suntan lotion is what actually gets you burnt faster, right? More um, more. Even. Yes. No. Is yeah. that, that's this is not sunblock. Is that the same thing? No, sunblock keeps the sun away. No. Suntan lotion brings the sun to you. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't want that. <laughs> Or maybe, I, uh, let's see here. I guess you could always use a stove, but there's nowhere to plug it in, so what's the point? Yeah, well, we maybe but, give you some uh, solar panels. Place my plugging in my record player here. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so uh, I was doing a special uh, Punk Rock Holiday because uh, we played Punk Rock Holiday this year. Oh, right on, cool. Um, and uh, we kind of, I was going around and uh, interviewing people there, um, and we did, um, and it's basically like a kind of like a more ridiculous question about it and uh so on this island you come across a book and in this book there's a spell and that spell would transport you home but when you got home all music including like anybody who's whistling anybody who's playing the guitar music in the back of a film whatever is nickelback would you go home I'm 46. I'll stay on the island. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think it's the sort of thing that would be like it'd be hard regardless of what the music was in the background, I suppose. But yeah, well, it's like watching uh, if you're on Spotify or something. Every time your record ends, it goes to Iron Maiden. It starts to drive me crazy after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that and kind of? Uh, 
any sort of punk rock I find. If I listen to anything on Spotify that's vaguely punk rock, Bouncing Souls comes on afterwards. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, like every time. And I like the Bouncing Souls, but it's just like relentless. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I find that stuff. Sometimes I find, yeah, none of the recommendations are uh, ever anything you want to listen to either. Yeah. You know? Like, no, I, I do not want to listen to that. <laughs> um, cool, man. Well, thank you so much for being on it. Wish I uh, could remember that Catatonia record to say. Uh, which was it? Which uh, say ten years ago? Yeah, right before night is the new day. Um, that's right I'll Google it we'll figure it out uh, but it makes you seem like kind of a poser if you can't remember that <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose so yeah <laughs> you know, who cares yeah. uh, best record ever go listen to it whatever it's called um, yeah right on alright thanks a lot man I really appreciate it yeah, thank you where's that thing? cheers dude